kidding. Greetings, 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 and welcome to another episode of mm, Manga. <laughs> Trying to get more people into more manga. And uh, thanks as always for pressing play. Lots of stuff going on in the world. Lots of other stuff you could be doing. And, well, you could do both at the same time, just listen. But uh, anyways, uh, hope you enjoy. Um, so this month, I went with the theme Mystery, Madness, and Mayhem. And yes, I did English. I did pass English in, in, in high school. And I understand that those are three themes, but they're kind of connected. So I just thought, why not? And it's, it's, it's my podcast, so <laughs> I can do what I want sometimes, you know? But anyways, we all have our different interpretations and everything. So let's just start with a little Google definition. Google defines mystery as something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. Madness, extremely foolish behavior, and mayhem, violent or extreme disorder, or simply chaos. And uh, I, I pretty much agree with these interpretations. And the connection, as I said, usually you find, when you find one, especially in manga, you find the others, at least one other. And basically my personal interpretation is mysteries like just events, mysterious events, not necessarily people involved, it could be animals or whatever, but certain stories, don't, don't worry about it. And then there's the madness, which is inter intrapersonal. Per- people are generally usually involved here. And then you have the mayhem, which is more the environment gets involved. The, it can be re- restrained to people or even just a feeling, but it's usually, you know, post-apocalyptic and etc. But in any case, the format for this episode is uh, basically I'm going to speak on the top in each category for this month. So that's the top mystery I read this month, top madness I read this month, top mayhem, and then a top combo of each. And then a little grab bag at the end and some stuff that I missed and blah, 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 bunch of stuff. And then second half is going to be the same thing, but with older reads. So old top mystery, old top madness, old top mayhem, and old top combo, along with a little grab bag with the old stuff as well. But before I started, I just wanted to mention some slightly weird stuff that have been going on this past month. Not the whole, you know, situation in such place, such crane and all these things, but some other stuff. Firstly, did you know that March is the only month with a command in it? Yes, not very strange. You may have noticed. I didn't notice. My mom just pointed out to me, pointed it out to me when I was... I'm telling her my idea for the episode. And I was like, huh, that is that is a little strange. <laughs> Just a little. But um, yes, slightly strange thing too. This is episode four of a monthly podcast, and this is the third month of the year. Not super strange, but it's just that four in Chinese sounds exactly like death in Chinese, which is like, huh, the universe kind of set up in a weird way, whereby four is equal to death, and my fourth podcast is in the third month of the year for some reason, but yeah, the, the fourth the fourth episode, the fourth month is gonna be, we'll see, we'll see, but that's just a little strange, just a little weird. But the last thing, which may be the strangest thing, or maybe just the weirdest thing, is <laughs> I did a thread. I did a thread on um, 
how sacred geometry is related to JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. That may not be super surprising for those who know either me or JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, but they do come together, of course, and uh, I did a thread on it on Twitter, and I'm, when I post this podcast, it'll be on that thread, so, you know, if you're coming from Twitter, you already see it, but if not, you can find me on Twitter at Generated Handle and search JoJo's or Sacred Geometry for whatever reason you may be interested in doing that but it's a pretty good thread if i say so myself and um yeah sacred geometry um more cool looking than super useful but yeah in any case let's let's get into it let's get into the actual episode now Um, so this month's top mystery is actually a tie between PTSD Radio and the Ehan series. P- Firstly, PTSD Radio. I have to shout out my girlfriend. She put me onto that. She's been trying to get me onto that from like last year. Not that I was hesitant. It's just reading a bunch of shit all the time. Now it just happened to be the opportune time. But in any case, PTSD Radio is by Masaki Nakayama. And the Ehan series, which is actually... A compilation of three different manga, don't worry, they're all short, like seven chapters each. That is by the original written stories by Masaya Pokazono, and it was adapted into a manga by Motosuke Takaminato. Um, apologies, I'm getting the names wrong, I just, you know, since these are things I appreciated, I thought I'd get the artist's name out there as usual. But in any case, both of these are anthologies of basically urban legends creepy stories which they claim to all be true or mostly true for the most part and i really thoroughly enjoy both that's why they're the tie and basically there's no real story overarching story on either of them there is a small um, a bit of an overarching story on PTSD radio, but it's nothing to to write home about. But what is the selling point is the creepiness of both. They both build very great, very. They both build apprehension really well. They both do the the creepiness, the illustration of it, very well. Um, there's a bit of a the same face syndrome, but as you know, the point isn't the story and the characters. It's just the depiction of you know horror and the body horror and the gore, the blood, the you know all that stuff and they're not like um, super scary it's as you know urban legends etc it's just more like whoa that's really creepy like especially the drawings of certain things and you know maybe reading it at night like I was all the time for whatever reason I was doing that wild high and all these things may not have been the greatest combination but it was (laughs) it was lovely and um, shout out those guys one thing I did want to mention is um, the Ehan series, the artist, it had this combination of that I really liked. It, it felt like Naoki Urasawa combined with Osama Tezuka combined with Junji Ito somehow. So if you like any of those three, and maybe not Haro, but you just kind of want to see what I'm talking about, maybe check that out. But I do recommend both of these, PTSD Radio and the Ehan series. Both really good, both just, as I said, not really story-focused, but the illustration and the building of the atmosphere and everything, just just really good. But in any case, um, next we have The Madness, which is Benjin N. 
gotta shout out asshead42069 here <laughs> twitter user <laughs> follow uh, he's um i loved his manga taste for a long time i haven't been following that long but i've always loved his manga taste and his stuff is definitely this is his um trademarks i went to him and he, he sent me a bunch of stuff and denjin n great madness brilliant madness so denjin n the story is you know some neat loser weirdo guy um, big idol fan he um I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's clear, but he dies. Basically, he kills himself. Well, he he's dead. He he dies, but you know, um, he becomes one with the internet, basically, and basically becomes om- omnipotent. You know, because in today's world, if you, if you have all the technology, you're 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 God, pretty much. But in any case, he uses his his new transcendence, his new omnipotence, whatever, to try and make his um, favorite idol the number one idol in Japan by any means necessary and it's just it just sorry <laughs> it just goes off the rails man like he you know you'd think you know maybe tweak some numbers you know change some stocks or whatever but this guy is just cleaning out the competition left right and center and it, it doesn't go unnoticed this is where uh, like my second favorite part of the series is because besides this guy is absolutely off his marbles and just wrecking everything <laughs> the the detectives who kind of are on the case of what's happening and blah 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 because they pick up obviously you know you have to have some super smart guy super smart people and uh, what i liked about them is that they to me it felt like how it would have looked if l and light yagami had worked together from death note as and yeah and you know as in actually work together and it, it was nice to see and different manga have that sometimes all over the hands but you know when they seem to take characters from other stories and show them a different light but in any case denjin n i don't think i have to say much more um really bloody after disclaim that's a disclaimer there as well as apparently has a horrible release schedule so there's only around 20 chapters out where i was reading it and um they were good it was really really engaging um but um you may have to wait a while for another chapter so r.i.p in any case moving on to mayhem we have akumetsu which i think literally translates to evil destroyer or destroyer of evil basically oh sorry i forgot for denjin n the story is done by you kuraishi and the art is kazu inabe sorry about that guys just you know thank you thank you so much for the story <laughs> but in any case we have akumetsu by yoshiaka tabata on the story and yuki yugo on the art akumetsu is a pretty simple story but i love it basically it's a dude who is just sick and tired of governments bankers you know all these people in high positions who are just screwing over the populace of japan and he's just like you know what? these people have names and addresses <laughs> i'm gonna just go kill them and uh, basic i mean disclaimer again as gojo sensei from jujitsu kaisen and any you know, well-thinking more than five minutes ahead person would realize is killing individuals getting rid of individuals not gonna solve the problem of a broken system you gotta have to change the system because if you just get rid of people the system has backups there's people waiting in line when these people die naturally as they would people they're raising people right now but in any case 
this story comes off as like as I said it's simple but it's it, it was just cathartic you know because you look around the world and it's just like man man if only these people would stop doing what they're doing and or you know whatever but in any case it's I say it's it's on the mayhem instead of madness because of the kill styles and the scope of the damage and all these things that he's doing it gets wild it gets crazy and I'm not even done so grain of salt and maybe you know mentioning it but it was cathartic and if I had to relate it to anything it would be like if beef of vendetta at the end you know when everybody's in the masks and everything at the end apologies if you haven't seen v for vendetta for some reason all this time you should go watch that movie by the way great movie but you know at the end where everybody walks out in the masks and i think the movie pretty much ends there instead of them just walking out and you know kind of doing that thing where people just walk they all put on masks and go murder all the quotes unquote bad guys but in any case we do not advocate for violence under normal circumstances <laughs> but uh, yeah akumetsu go check it out good stuff good stuff and the top combo as the gods will or like god says by Muniyuki Kaneshiro on the story and Akeji Fujimura on art. This was really good. It's a death game series, so you know, kind of predictable in a sense, but there's only 21 chapters. I say predictable in terms of because I have two main gripes. I love death game series, they're really entertaining, but there's two main gripes. One, which leads into the second one. One is that the MC can usually safely assume they're going to live to the end. At least in Eastern death games. Usually in Western, when I say Eastern, I mean Eastern Hemisphere, Western Hemisphere. So Western Hemisphere death games, you know, you have Saw, you have other things, nothing. Game Night, I think, is one. A bunch of stuff. Usually they all pretty much die, or everybody dies except the MC. Or then, you know, and the MC is usually probably left stranded or something. In the Eastern, the MC's probably gonna live, his friends are probably gonna live, not all of them, you know, because you have to have that kind of emotional thing, you know, in Squid Games, Squid Games, um, one of, I, I didn't even watch Squid Games, so grain of salt, but I think the MC is still alive, and a couple of his friends, so, and that's not, that's not bad, it's just that this leads into the second gripe, gripe I have with um, Death Game stuff is... The games are usually super entertaining. They start so. And but the thing is, no matter how many games they play, especially as I'm talking about in manga and the Eastern death games, if the MC is gonna live every time because they're the smartest whatever, or the most creative whatever, or the luckiest whatever, or the chosen whatever, then no matter how many how long the manga goes on, no matter how many games and how entertaining quotes unquote they are, the entertainment isn't really from the main cast. The entertainment is kind of just and because it's a death game you know whatever even as great as the game may be it's just okay they're just gonna die so <laughs> it's whatever i mean not the MC, but but in any case speaking down on death games a lot for this top combo you know that's just goes to show this was really good and maybe it's because it was only 21 chapters it just got in got out did what it needed to do, hit all the nails on the head. There was even a Usain Bolt reference in there, so shout out Usain Bolt, Jamaica large every time. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, there's a part two, 
which is again i guess they fell into the trap i haven't um read the part two but a friend of mine from a manga group chat was saying that it kind of fell off or that somebody told them it fell off so grain of salt there it's a hundred and something chapters but i haven't read it so i can't say anything on it but i will be checking it out i will be checking it out and i do highly highly recommend as the gods will like god says whatever you find it along those lines really good really good really good um yeah that's trying to keep it short this time this episode you know i say that every time but this time i swear (laughs) anyways we got the grab bag now just a bunch of stuff um we have hakaiju slash creature got alice in borderlands that's another death game thing it's really you know again shout out asset for 2016 <laughs> shout out asset for 2069 yeah he recommended those to me as well you have history same guy who did parasite there we have dead dead demons destruction by inia asano just getting an anime who knows when but inia asano is getting an anime so we're happy for him we have um eden it's an endless world by hiroki endo who did some something called hiroki endo short stories which are also really good um heaven's door diffusion disease gogo monster those three are really experimental um kind of surrealist and stuff then we have um origin by boichi you know um you know boichi if you know um sunkey rock if you're more shonen you know um, dr stone you know his art's crazy and in this is robots swords it's 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 crazy it's crazy it's crazy and you know maybe not the story so great as you know boichi but the art is always phenomenal damn anyways then there's die dark same guy that did kai Whoever. same person that did Doro Hidoro. You have Kamisama dolls. Shout out Natalia. Friend of mine put me onto that. Um, sort of like if Neon Genesis Evangelion mixed with Pokemon, mixed with some sort of village type beat, you know, like Shinseka Noyori. But in any case, yeah, grab bag, grab bag, grab bag. Um have Togen Anki, which is like Dead Man Wonderland, but more creative. Shout out Jin for putting me onto that like three years ago, but I just got to it. Um, to my dear self, blah blah blah, bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff, grab bag. Um, that is mostly gonna be in the written post. If you have to follow me on Tumblr, Melcho, there's gonna be a written post, of course, with you know the names and a bit more stuff. But in any case, kind of keep it short. Um, there's some stuff that I missed. We'll read eventually, but you know, the month is over, so we can move on to a new type next month. But stuff I missed was Deadpool Samurai, Patriot Moriarty, we got Ultra Heaven, some shit about drugs, something called G, which is more shit about drugs, um, Brutal, something, 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 Change the World, there's a bunch of Sutomo Nihei stuff I need to get into, same guy that did Blame, he, if you know his art, if you just, even if you're not into manga, if you, and you have to be listening to this for some reason, Sutomo Nihei, his art is phenomenal. That's crazy. So, you know, that's Abara, Biomic, and stuff like that. And then there's something called 6,000 The Depths of Madness. And then the stuff that I did read but won't mention now because future episodes, you know, we gotta keep some stuff in the vault. So, if you know me, you know, Chainsaw Man, Summertime Rendering, Mashal, Kaiju Number 8, Fire Punch, Chojin X, Chojin X by Shidasui, we're so glad he's back. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's, that's it for part one. Thankfully. And uh, I want to just um, shout out Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats 
Kenny. Great job on this beat that I'm using in the background. Denzel did an amazing rap over it, to be honest. The, um, you should check out the album. I think it's definitely technically by both of them. It's called Unlocked. If you're a Denzel Curry fan, you probably already listen. You're like, hell yeah, of course I know that. If you're a Kenny Beats fan, you probably listen. If you're not, check it out. Beat, it's not crazy. Um, and then I also have to say, Denzel Curry's new album. Um, melt my eyes, see your future. Really good, really, really, really good. Shout out Denzel Curry. Uh, and I think that's enough dick munching. But for reals, and you know, we talk because this whole podcast is um, and everything is tribute to MF Doom. Say it all the time. Shout out the villain, rip the villain. And that album unlocked. I'm pretty sure it was kind of a, a tribute to MF Doom and everything. So yeah. Anyways, enough dick munching. Go check out those albums and part two coming, coming up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Part two, part two, as I said, is just old stuff, old reads, same format. You got the old top mystery, old top madness, old top mayhem, and then a little bit of grab back at the end there. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's get into it. Um, for the mystery, you got Pluto by Naoki Urasawa. This is based on the greatest robot on Earth arc of Astro Boy by Osama Tezuka. Now, Osamu Tezuka, sorry. Now, Pluto, the name already, Naoki Urasawa, should tell you how great it is. If you don't know, Naoki Urasawa did Monster that has an anime adaptation, also based on his manga by the same guy, Naoki Urasawa. There are several other great mysteries, 20th century boy, Billy Bat, but Pluto is the one I mention here because it's the shortest and I think the easiest to get into. Also, the relation of something already popular, Astro Boy, you can get into it. So, the story, you know, you know, if you don't know anything about Astro Boy, it's, you know, the conflict usually, or the, the yes, the conflict that arises between robots and humans, how humans be robots, how robots be human, and how the heights of technology affects the living conditions. And, etc. AI and all of those things. It's really good. And if you know anything about Naoki Urasawa, his story is carried by everything, just by the greatness throughout every aspect. You have the characters, you have the character expressions, you have the scenery, you have his art is so beautiful, so stunning every time. And his the way he because of how great his expression was, the, the mastery of apprehension through everything, it's just he just tugs you along. So <laughs> So beautiful. But in any case, Pluto. Brilliant. Uh, next, you have Madness. Soul Eater by Atsushi Okubo. And that's just... Soul Eater is like pinnacle madness. Not in terms of, um, I guess, other more just wild stuff. Because it's, 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 it's pretty much shonen. But the 
characters and their battles with madness, their interactions with madness, how they defeat it, accept it, etc. The different characters, their arcs, beautiful. The art also. I mean, it starts off pretty shaky because I mean, he'd been an assistant for some time on Get Backers, but and he took his style from there. But it grew so well. I, that was one of my favorite parts, seeing everything develop in the story at the same time. The characters, the art, the story, uh, it all accumulates brilliantly. And I have to put this out there: if you've ever watched the anime, you don't know anything about Soul To be honest, I don't know what they did with that anime. I don't know why they adapted it the way they did. Nobody ever knows why these these guys do these things. You know, besides you know, poor working conditions. <laughs> things shout out animators everywhere but soul eater the manga is a completely different thing and i'm not doing this as some sort of saying this as sort of manga elitist you know where oh manga is always better because sometimes it, it really isn't i'll give a small example of if you've ever heard of the um, sword art online manga you, you, you can just don't check that out just leave that alone but in any case soul eater pinnacle madness it's, it's real good and um, for Mayhem, have Gantz by Hiroya Oku. Now, Gantz is sort of polarizing because um, the story was sort of... Eh, it started out pretty okay, but near the end, it was just like, what's going on? But that's the Mayhem. That's why I have it here. And I, I personally, I love Gantz throughout. Maybe because back then, I was super edgelord, and I was just like, yo, this is so sick. They're just going at it, man. But... Um, you know, it was still good regardless. It's, it's good for what it was. The, the story in the you know, because for some people, I put the same question because, like, I posed the question of why do people like Helsing so much? Where Helsing, the story, it was obvious from the get go that Dracula was just going to, I mean, the vampires, that's what they do, they win. And all he did was just get increasingly powerful somehow or just do increasingly wild things. and was just invincible, but in Gantz, which is why I would have Gantz over Helsing, despite the weird story, and I guess there were some complaints about how the art was done in and more scanning than anything, but the characters were so vulnerable, and everybody was subject to death, it was just mayhem everywhere, and the scope was worldwide, it was just, yo, I just madness. But, you know, they were all saying it was just a mad situation, but the mayhem was everywhere. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Top combo would be Doro Hidoro by Q Hayashida. Doro Hidoro is so sick. Literally, the first panel, the first page is this dude biting off his other dude's head. And it's just like, bro, not a regular dude, of course. It's a dude with a lizard head for some reason. Because, of course, why wasn't he have a lizard head? <laughs> I guess I should mention the plot here is um this dude there are three types of people there are humans who live in the hole law and then there are magic users who live in the magic world and the magic users come and test their magic powers on humans and curse them basically this guy got his head turned into a lizard so but not the humans aren't really scared all the time they're like yo we hate these guys and we're going to murder them anytime we see them so that's what he does he goes around trying to get his curse lifted and at the same time just murdering a bunch of magic users the story gets really 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 wild but it's a lot of great characters great cast um very bloody (laughs) 
there is an anime which did get a good bit of traction despite being a bit of CGI, which is thankful for that. Um, yeah, and that's the top combo, Dora Hidoro. Cannot recommend Dora Hidoro enough. Um, there's a grab bag of stuff. 20th Century Boys by Naoki Urasawa, Billy Bat, that is my favorite by Naoki Urasawa, so good, so good, so good. Here's Homunculus, gotta put a small disclaimer there, it gets really weird, but it's really good. There's the Cigarette Anthology, anthologies are really nice, more people should get into anthologies. Yeah, that's good, there's Aka 13, sort of a government spy thing going on. Blood Lad, really good, has an anime that did the same thing that happened to Soul Eater. Blood Lad is really good though, one of my favorites from back in the day. Liar Game, I think, I mean yeah, that's really good as well. I think it, it got, it, Death Note got the attention it should have gotten because Death Note has, you know, super power stuff and it's like, there's no way these guys were on even ground. L is obviously sick for even catching any sort of whiff of what's going on but at the end of the day you, you just you just never had all the facts and and you just couldn't get all the facts crazy and yeah but in live game it's more of a even ground and it's just so it feels better to see the guys come out on top or whatever but in any case yes continuing on you have inyo yashiki same guy again same type of beat just madness all around jackals Dead Man Wonderland, Junji Ito, you know, Junji Ito. You have Tokyo Ghoul, Helsing, of course, and I, I didn't really slander it before, but you know, it's got the vibes. Bucky Rano, really, really good. It's like NGE, except, oh man, oh man. But, anyways, yes. Butterfly Storage, Toilet Bound Hanako Kun, which I think definitely should get more rating. I don't know, I don't really see it be spoken on. Really kind of cute looking, but very uh, it's got the mystery it's got the it's it's good it's good it's good and um ajin you know ended recently again and shuzo oshimi in general and lastly soil i think that's it for the grab bag and pretty much it for the episode uh i want to say thanks for listening if you're still here if you just heard that i'm just walking around and bumping into stuff <laughs> And, um, yeah, and I guess I should, I guess I want to mention, because, you know, I'm, I always put the titles of the tracks in the episode thing, but this is from, this is Dragon's Blood, which you have seen in the episode thing, from Metal Fingers Presents Special Herbs, Volume 5 and 6, I believe. But anyways, um, shout out to Dylan again. Thank you for listening. I hope this was actually short and not a frightening timestamp for the youths then. And until next time. Oh, usually I say what I'm going to do next episode. And next month will be anime because it's April. And hopefully I'll have people on. Um, but yeah, thanks again as I keep saying. Thanks for the Rex, the people who recommended stuff. I'm always looking out for more Rex. Um, have a good one. Have a good one. And with that, I bid you adieu.